Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome to How to Stop Yelling at Your Kids, a brief little live broadcast, hold on, to teach you what you need to know, what you need to do, okay? So, first thing is, guys, which is very important, and I have um, taught this before, if you're familiar with what I regularly say and do, and that is you want to understand your child. Now, before we get into all kinds of tips and techniques, know that understanding what you're working with, what that child is about, what your child's brain is, understanding that key component is so important in the way you interact with your child, okay? So let's discuss the brain. Simply put, the brain, the human brain does not develop until you are 25 years old. 25. So if you as a parent are not 25, you don't have a fully developed brain. So let's imagine what our children are like. A toddler is literally working with half a deck. Their brain is about halfway developed. And what is developed in their brain is their emotions, in case you haven't figured that out. They're like all emotions. That's what they're doing. They've got total emotion flow from one emotion to the next emotion to the next emotion to the next emotion. That's why you see a child go from angry to happy to laughing to sad to frustrated. They they just flow like that. Your job as a parent is to learn how to teach them how to control their emotions, regulate their emotions, and while that's happening, you need to learn how to flip that switch so that if they're in a tantrum, you know how to calm it down so that the emotional switch in their brain gets flipped to a happier time, okay? So know that when you're saying things to your child and you're like, they just won't listen and tell you the truth, I'm a little frustrated about them listening. They're like kind of ticking me off. And at this point, I can't stand it because they're busy playing and I'm trying to talk to them. Well, you know what happens when a toddler plays? They are fully engaged in play. They're, 
all their senses, their hearing, their seeing, their touch, their feeling, their eyes, they are fully connected with that play. So you screaming from another room, honey, I need you, come to dinner, whatever it is you're saying, you are not breaking that focus that they have in their play. All of them is involved in that play. Their brain, their ears, their nose, their mouth, their eyes, their their touch, focused on play. You need to come over to them. You need to tap them on the shoulder. You need to look them in the eye. You need to break the focus of play. That is not because they're being mean to you. That is because that's how they're wired. They're wired to learn and absorb like no adult does because we're always distracted. They are wired to really focus. Play is their biggest way of learning. They learn everything from play. Everything. So always let your child play. That should be an important part of their day. Okay. So know that when you're talking to your child, you're not talking to an adult. Do not expect them to respond like an adult. Do not expect them to understand everything you're saying. It's not possible. It's not that they're being mean. It is simply not possible if they're a toddler. Now, if they're older and you know they know certain things and they're not responding, then that's a communication thing. So before we get into communication, let's talk about what happens when you yell at your child. A child, when you yell at them, they become, they have low self-esteem, they get low confidence. They basically feel like nothing they do is right. Nothing. And if you were yelled as a, as if you were yelled at as a child, I know that you can, you know, you can um, feel this as well and relate to this as well because I know that everyone that gets yelled at as a child feels like they're worthless. Feels like there isn't anything I can do that's right. I'm going to get yelled at. And that's how your child will grow up feeling. Now, understand that when a child's consistently yelled at, they incre you're increasing their stress level. You're increasing their emotional instability. They can get sick from it like anyone can get sick from stress. They can start having headaches, they can have stomach aches, nausea, all these symptoms can come from a child that is consistently yelled at. And the biggest thing is when you're yelling at your child, you are teaching your child that that's how you communicate. That's how you have a relationship with somebody else is you yell and you scream at them. And you're not nice and you're not kind. You're teaching them how to relate to another human being. Is that really what you want to do? All right. So let's just briefly touch on talk. I'm not going to dive deep into all of these because, I mean, clearly it's alive and I don't want to be on here forever. Um, do you know that communication is 60%, 60% your nonverbal cues? Your, the way you talk, if you roll your eyes, if you, you know, you just are grumpy, if you're staring at your phone and you're not looking at your child, that is a direct, a direct cue to your child that what they have to say is not important to you. 
30% of communication is the tone of your voice. So if you're trying to say something nice, but you're talking like this, would you just please get your room cleaned up? They're going to read the tone of your voice, not necessarily the words that you say. And you can say, well, I said, please. Yeah, but you said, please, like an angry bear. 10% is the actual words you speak. So you have to think of how you're saying it and what your body language is saying while you're saying it. Okay, so how do you talk? You use words that are clear, understood for younger children, simple instructions. You don't cuss. If you cuss, you're giving your child permission to cuss. So don't yell at them if they start cussing because they learned it from you. You smile when you talk. You can always hear a smile. If somebody doesn't smile, they sound like this. If somebody's smiling, they sound like this. You can always hear a smile. You use your manners. Well-mannered children come from well-mannered adults. I have parents ask me all the time, my kids don't use their manners. And the first questions I ask them is, the first question is, do you use your manners? And you know what they say? Well, sometimes, sometimes. You can't sometimes use your manners. You either use them or you don't. And you can't tell your child to use them when you don't. Remember, you are the role model here. They are doing what you do. And everything you do, good or bad, you give your child permission to do. Okay. So, controlling your anger. I call it take three. Take three means if you feel kind of irritable and you think you're going to blow and you're going to scream, remove yourself. Go take your time out. Take three minutes to calm yourself down. Think about what's going on and think about how you will react to what's going on. If you just go in there and start screaming, say your kids are fighting again, you go in there and you start screaming then your kids are going to scream right back. And basically, you have created a big screaming match. Instead of if you go and approach the situation calmly and you speak calmly, it will encourage your children to respond calmer. Even if they yell at first, they will start calming down because of the way you are speaking. So make sure in order to control your anger, you think before you react. Okay? And if you need to take some time out, take time out. Get a good night's sleep. A good night's sleep helps everyone reduce irritability. Eat well. Good food helps everyone reduce irritability. Remember to check the triggers of your kids. If they're hungry or they're sleepy or they're thirsty or they're overwhelmed, that's going to cause irritability. So make sure to address those before you make any plans to do other things. And let's touch on one and done. So usually when I ask parents, why do you yell? They'll say, well, because I ask them over and over and over again. And then by the sixth time, I'm screaming and yelling and then they listen. They only yell if I listen. Well, the problem here is that you're asking them six times over and over and over again. You need to tell them once, you need to have a consequence set up if they don't listen and then do it. 
If they're on their phone and they're not going to get off their phone to come to dinner, then take the phone away. The phone is very small and lightweight. Boom, you lost your phone. Dinner is ready. When dinner is ready, dinner is ready. I told you 15 minutes ago that dinner would be ready in 15 minutes. I will come get you and you need to come down and have dinner with us. And if you can't get off your phone, then simple. The phone's gone. Take the phone away for 24 hours. You do that a couple nights in a row, they're going to get off their phone when it's time to come to dinner. Remember, you're in charge. You're the parent. Your children do not have to be happy 900% of the time. Why? That's not life. Welcome to life. When things don't always go your way. And if you are setting your kids up to believe that things will always go their way, you're setting them up for disaster. They will be a miserable adult. We are raising adults. We are not raising children. They're already children. You are raising a competent, cooperative, contributing, happy, kind, generous, thoughtful, grateful adult. That's what you're doing in this journey of parenting. Okay, so the last thing I want to tell you is to have fun. We're supposed to be having fun in this life. Play games, sing, dance, put on music, do all kinds of fun stuff. Have fun with your kids. Make memories. Do stuff that's great as a family. Don't just watch them play while you sit on the couch on your phone. If you're on your phone all the time, they're going to grow up to be on their phone all the time. Set a good example, but more important, play, and that's not more important. Set a good example. <laughs> but play more with your kids. You really need to play more with your children. And have a good time so everyone's laughing. Laughter is absolutely the best medicine. So, those are your tips. I'm not yelling at your kids. If you have any questions, let me know. In the meantime, as always, guys, I wish you days filled with peace, love, tons of laughter. It really is the best medicine. And I'll see you here next time in Pumped Up Parenting. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast and being a part of my mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Be sure to head over to pumpeduppparenting.com and grab your free copy of the Patience Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, great news. Now there is. Pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, plus my three new children's books at celiasbooks.com. That's celiasbooks.com. If you're loving this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and pay it forward. And also leave a review so I know who you are and can thank you personally. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone in your family can blossom from. Have yourself a really happy, fun day. Bye-bye.